this is Jessica and I'm Adele and we ride against the current. In this episode, we're going to discuss when we are intentionally aware of our health and I believe that when you are capable and strong enough to take care of yourself, you are then able to help others and pour into somebody else's life. Jessica, do you have abs? I did, but then protests, COVID, and quarantine, so. Oh, no. that's unfortunate. Wait, like no. you had a six pack? I had a six pack very, very early on, and then, it, and then it turned into a four pack. Wait, was it like legit a six pack? Or was it like, oh, I have a six pack, but it's behind it's fat? Not, no, it wasn't behind fat, but it wasn't oh, yeah, ripped, yeah. you know? Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was just. Okay, so that's good too. Yeah. So, what does health mean to you? I think for me, health encompasses different areas of your life. Obviously, there's, you know, physical, mental, spiritual, some of the other ones, mm-hmm. emotional. In those different areas, obviously, it looks different because those areas are different, you know? <laughs> you good, um, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think for me overall, it's being strong and resilient in all areas in order to keep yourself going and taking care of yourself. I grew up learning that, okay, I'm going to say this in Chinese and then translate it in English because it's just, you know, when you think in Chinese, yeah, you're better equipped to take care of other people. Yeah. So, wait, what did I say? You're you done. Know, you just said you want to hold to. No, no, but I have to translate it. You just, you just translated it. Yes. Oh, okay, cool. And so I think being healthy is also being fruitful. Multiplying. No, no, no. It's like <laughs> evoking, but not really. Evolving? No, no, You know, some people are like, oh, you have a really unique aura. I guess just having a drive, a passion, and being inspired, but also inspiring. I think that health means holistically you're in a good condition and you're able to live your best life. Doesn't mean I do all of that, but I definitely agree. I think most people, when they just think about health, when we talk about it in class, health class, we tend to only think of it one dimensionally only mm-hmm. in one area. I think area. most people, their brains just directly go to fitness mm-hmm. and how you look and what your diet's like. Do you go to the gym or do you work out yeah. how many times a week, how many hours a day or whatever. Right. Health is a lot more than just your outward appearance. Apart from exercise, I mean, that is a big part of physical health, but then I think you can be healthy in all aspects. For example, work. If you challenge yourself and pushing yourself, that's being healthy, I guess. I mean, you don't want to be stagnant, you know, when you work. You want to continue learning and growing and stuff like that. Let's briefly introduce the different types of health we'll be covering today. So obviously, there's physical health. There's also emotional health, spiritual Mm. health, mental health. I'm sure there's more, but that's just the... We'll also briefly cover self-care, how it is I think we're planning to do like a whole episode on that though are we we're gonna oop <laughs> we're gonna briefly cover what self-care is but i think we're gonna in the future do another right. episode on self-care entirely let's talk a little bit about our health journeys so our health journeys i'd say i'm not very physically healthy i mean i'm fine i'm always fine but i think some things you just know when you're older i haven't hit that age yet where it's really affecting it'll catch up with me when i'm mm-hmm. older reason being growing up i was never very athletic I tend to get tired very easily physically exerted mm-hmm. and it's the reason why I'm a little more hesitant to build on that stamina and push myself is because every time I exercise even remotely it feels like my heart is beating out of my chest and I know it's normal to have an accelerated heart rate after you work out but then to me it feels a little bit alarming I don't know if my experience is normal or if it's something's wrong because growing up I went to see Chinese doctors and I also had a doctor tell me that if you exercise too hard and you hit a breaking point you might just die randomly hearing that as a child and also 
also experiencing my heart just beats really alarmingly fast after physical exertion it just scares me into not wanting to build that stamina or work out you can start mama mama slowly i know in pe one of our teachers would be like i remember one of the units it was running or something she was like the next class you'd always have to beat, beat your record yeah. oh my gosh and i hate that so much if you didn't, you would get a bad score or whatever. So then I remember, whatever, I mean, we're out of school. But then, it's right, she a knows. lot of us, <laughs> she doesn't even teach there well, anymore. Yeah, a lot of us would run, run really slow, slow yeah. the first time, so it's easier to beat, you know, in the next couple of classes and stuff like that. But I don't know, I mean, I'm not yeah. saying, you know, you have to beat every single time, but then yeah. maybe just start slow. Okay. Or start jogging and not full on running. In my day-to-day -day life, I'm more that I don't jog. I do move around quite a bit, and I can't really sit still either. It's just that I don't work out in the sense of I don't energy. literally exercise but I'm not a you stagnant person which is okay it's better than being sedentary I mean for me um, when I was little my family and I we always went outdoors we'd always go I think every Saturday we'd go hiking if it's good weather we'd go to the beach go swimming and yeah. stuff like that I mean even now whenever there's sun or it's a good day we'll go to the beach mm -hmm. to like swim and I know people here going to the beach is kind of like a day thing you spend the entire day at the beach but then for me and my family it kind of used to be like that because we were younger but then now that we go so often we only go a couple hours and we literally we swim we don't go to the beach till i mean we you, can you go while to the beach swimming. really weirdly i don't know anyone else that goes to the beach like you do she literally goes to the beach to swim and when i say swim i don't mean frolic in the water or just swim like, to like, the platform no she'll literally swim a proper stroke and then swim back and then go again yeah fun yeah but nobody goes to the beach like that okay we also go to the beach with our cousins and yeah friends kind of for a day yeah and it's just us that's why we're only there for a couple hours because yeah, we actually, actually swim. swim yeah nobody actually swims at no the yeah people do well, like old people okay, exactly <laughs> from when i was little i guess health has always been a big thing my dad also really enjoys he said when he was little he enjoyed pe and so he really enjoys going outdoors and doing activities and stuff like that so when we were younger we were always exposed to that and we always yeah. did outdoor activities and stuff like that What's happening? Do you know what that noise means? Ambulance. I don't know. I can't. I can't hear what they're saying. I'm just gonna quickly cursory, cursory. I'm just gonna cover the other aspects super briefly. I'd say in terms of spiritual health. When I was younger, I didn't know this, but it wasn't very healthy. And I think I just find spiritual health very differently than maybe some people who are not religious do. But for me, spiritual health is your relationship with God, essentially. And I think growing up, I never really had a real relationship with God until I hit high school. And so I think once I hit high school and I churches that's when it really thrived I think at that point spiritual health overtook all the other aspects very quickly and then in terms of mental health oh my gosh never really been really good as well I'm learning as I'm growing older to regulate that and to be careful about that but never super great emotional health quite similar I think now that I'm older I'm a lot happier and I found ways to relieve stress and stuff talk to other people all the areas of health intertwine right, right so then right. it really depends on how I'm doing with the other areas. before I talk about the other three I mm -hmm. think for spiritual what you said I think for people who are religious it's different because I was thinking I mean correct me if I'm wrong I'm yeah. not trying to offend anyone but then I feel like spiritual health for people who aren't I guess religious they see spiritual health as like yoga you know like, yeah that's what I was gonna like, say I don't think spiritual health exists for people or it's a pretty dead area for people whose religions or beliefs don't connect with the spiritual realm if your religion is sorry guys but if you're Catholic then I don't think spiritual health really is a thing because you don't interact with the spiritual world the only reason I would 
believe are aware of spiritual health would be Pentecostal Christians, Buddhists who believe in Nirvana, or like people who do the little crystal thingies. You know what I'm talking about? No, the little gemstones, and then they put it in their palm and they meditate. But my impression is yeah. yoga or peaceful. I guess people who are into chakras. Yeah, yeah, like that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. Very interesting. Maybe we don't go into this super in-depth, this episode. There's another episode about this, but then I personally believe, and I'm probably gonna get shaded for this, but I have a good reason for believing this. I respect what other people are doing, but in terms of my worldview and set of beliefs, I think that people who do yoga to connect with the spiritual realm or do the whole crystals thing or meditate to a higher being, I think those people are pretty spiritually unhealthy, not gonna lie. Because what are you connecting to? You're opening the doors for a lot of demonic. In terms of my Christian perspective, I would say that's not spiritually healthy. But obviously, if they enjoy it and they don't know Jesus, you do you, right? I honor that. It's just I don't find that healthy. For me, the other three, spiritual, yeah, it's pretty similar to what you Mm. said. For mental, I mean, yeah, all four intertwine. But then I feel like for me, mental, emotional kind of intertwine a little more. When I genuinely think about mental health for myself, it's a bit foggy. I don't know what to think. As in, for me, it ties in with emotional because of what I went through in my past. I'm doing a lot better now, emotionally and stuff like that. And that kind of intertwines with right. mental. So, But I feel like yeah. this episode isn't us saying anything substantial. <laughs> <laughs> We're just talking about our health. Yeah. Nice. So what we learned from our lows... Oh, did we even... We didn't we even talk about We should reach our highs and lows. Oh, yeah. yeah. We talk about that. So I'd say my high for spiritual health would be when I transferred to a new church. My low would definitely be my whole childhood. At church. Right. Emotional and mental health, I think that very much ties in as well. I think this isn't the right episode for this, but long story short, I firmly believe that I had a very blessed childhood. I was very fortunate and I was very blessed and very grateful for that. But at the same time, I wasn't very happy growing up. And I didn't realize it back then, but looking back, I was like, oh my gosh. Thankfully, I didn't realize it when I was younger. I was such a miserable childhood. The reason I bring that up is because I think that my mental health and emotional health based on a lot of false beliefs I had or that were taught to me or a lot of things that were in my circumstance contributed to a lot of really poor mental and emotional health. I think my mental health is doing a lot better since I've graduated high school. Not gonna lie, these couple weeks it's kind of taken a toll. Yeah, it has kind of gone down. But my emotional health, it depends on the people who are in my life in that season. Obviously, I'm learning to be better at that independently, not dependent on other people. I think that's that's an area that I'm doing really good in lately. Physical, I've gone a lot healthier as I'm getting older because I remember previously when I was in high school and especially when I was younger every year I would have really bad seasonal asthma. Now I've gotten a lot better I don't get that anymore. For me, highs spiritual health would be I think the reason, sorry disclaimer, the reason why we're not delving into spiritual health as much as we probably should is because we're gonna do another episode on this. Spiritual high was pretty much my second year of high school. Grade 10, sophomore year. If you do IB, that's year 11. Huh? Wait, no, I'm tripping. No, 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 yeah. From then on until now, it's been pretty good. It's been getting better as well, growing wise and stuff like that. Low would be, I mean, I think the lowest, I'll say, is middle school. I think for a lot of us as well. Middle school was obviously specifically for you, right? But then in general, I would say if you were to ask a lot of people, they would say middle school is the lowest. I mean, also middle school, you're growing. I think middle school is tough for everyone, but I would say middle school where we went to middle school was tough in a different way. I need to crack mine. Oh my gosh. I don't know if I told you this, but at least for me, middle school really sucked because I need people who lead me to be very stable and all our teachers were really crappy. I thought you were going to say unstable. They were unstable. Nobody hosts a whole assembly just because someone insulted them. Oh my gosh, wait. Yeah, what was that about? I don't remember. Basically, people were cyberbullying. Not cyberbullying. People were gossiping about...
And then for whatever reason, all the 8th grade teachers decided to give us an assembly. And yeah, but the, the issue is it wasn't an assembly that was like, okay guys, that's not okay. I forgive you, but please stop. Here's why that's bad. It was like them all crying and they read Bible verses to manipulate us. I don't really remember that. I was probably in tech. Oh, dude, I was so traumatized because that's just not normal behavior. Now that I'm personally in leadership, you shouldn't let your students emotionally impact you to that mm. level. That's kind of unprofessional. What was I saying? Low. And then for mental, I don't really know. I haven't really Yeah, again, it's really foggy It's not bad My mental health is fine I haven't really thought about it Right And to think about it It'll take a while So I guess we'll blend that in With emotional High is probably Well, everything except for physical Is like the same time frame 10th grade, good And then before that Middle school was kind of Do you bad. think all the other areas of health Impacted your physical health? Not really I think because oh. physical health That was always something I did with my family When I was with my family I didn't have to think about What I was going through Because I've always been outdoors from when I was younger. It was just always fun for me. Like I just, I don't think it really affected physical that much. It's always been related to my family. Always done those activities with my family. Obviously not all the time. You know, when I was in the UK, if you're away from your family, you can't do it with your family. The memories. How do you stay healthy within your day? I guess routines. I would say you do to sustain <laughs> your life. This isn't intentional, but the things I used to get driven around to school and stuff. But now that I'm older, I don't. Every morning I have to do an hour and a half of public transport to work. A lot of that is just walking and standing. Mm -hmm. I work on the first floor, so sometimes when the elevator doesn't come, I just walk the stairs. Which isn't a lot, but it's better than, I guess, not doing anything. If your office wasn't on the first floor, right. how many floors are you willing to walk? Uh, if, yeah, Probably if six, because we school. always... Yeah, but down, I can walk infinite. Down, I'm chill. So um, our school was six floors, and then there was one floor on top, which was for teachers to live in. Yeah, that sounds really weird, but yeah. Basically, our school had six floors of classrooms. Yeah, and then the last floor was apartment-ish. You just yeah, don't go yeah. there. But if teachers couldn't find places to live, they could live at school. I maintain a really good relationship with God, so that's really good. And what that entails is I pray, I do a lot of worship, read the Bible a lot, and I talk to mentors and friends about God. And I, You know how when you work in an office, you just snack? Whenever I try to snack at work, I try to eat healthy food. Well, not on purpose, but lately I've been really into seaweed, so I've just been eating a lot of seaweed. I don't I think mean, it's good for sodium, because I eat a lot of seasoned seaweed. I mean, yeah. seaweed is better than some other things. That's true. I eat a lot of seaweed. I eat a crazy amount of seaweed. And then, I kid you not, once I bought this nine pack of seaweed, and like, I ate the whole thing in a day. I thought you said you didn't eat a lot. Right, but then when it's seaweed, it's not really bao So I just like snack on it throughout the day. I happen to snack kind of healthy. I have learned to open up to friends and trusted people about my emotions. One thing for me is sleep. I've been trying to get better at sleep because I used to not sleep very well. Yeah, sleep has always been important. I never really had a bad sleeping schedule because I remember when I was in elementary, I'd go to sleep at nine. Dude, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, because my parents would go to sleep at nine. In middle school, my parents would try to get me to sleep at ten, but then if there's, you know, if we have homework and stuff. Yeah. But it kind of got later. High school was like 11, 12, kind of. Now in the UK, my schedule is actually pretty good. People yeah. would say I sleep late, but I aim to get nine hours of sleep. So then in the UK, if I sleep at 12, I wake up at nine. The latest I'll sleep is like 1.30, so I'll wake up at 10.30. But then that was first year. I don't know if I can do that for year two, because we might have in person. Yeah, and so when COVID dies and stuff, you should go partying with people. Yeah. People to party with. <laughs> oh, but you know how college parties, I don't know about the UK, but I have friends who go to the US, so it's not just a movie stereotype. You don't have to know people. You can know one friend and then go to but like yeah, a yeah, party. Yeah. One friend. Like a house like party. Yeah. So if you like one friend who'll bring you to a party, you yeah. can meet a lot of people. Yeah.
So sleep, it has become more important to me because I think just health overall, I like sleeping, so. <laughs> but the thing is, I would like to call attention to the fact that you drink a lot more than the average person. No, I don't. Yeah, you do! I don't. Every time I call you, you're either drinking some wine We don't call that drinking. often. Really? We only call when we're working on a podcast, and even then, I'm not always drinking. No, dude, you always drink wine. You're always drinking wine. Hey, wine is healthier than, like, spirits. If you keep doing and it's like this, one glass, if you keep fine. doing this, your liver will be really bad. No, one glass a day is fine. And I don't really? even drink one glass a day. Okay, fair, fair, fair. Every time I call you, you're like, I'm getting more wine. <laughs> she drinks like a grandma. It doesn't actually drink like a young person. <laughs> I don't drink to get drunk. Yeah, you drink because you like the taste of the wine. Yeah. Other than health, you know this, and I think people know this. I became pescatarian. If you guys don't know, that's basically vegetarian plus seafood. So, which I want to be pescatarian. I don't like meat. Then go for it. Yeah, stuff you. Nothing. But then I you. eat at home, and I don't want my parents to have to go pescatarian for me. They don't have to. My parents will. They have meat, and then I just don't eat it. Oh, okay, fish. fair. But sometimes fair, they like fair. make me eat one. I went pescatarian. Mostly it was because of animal cruelty. Oh really? And I was always confused. You know, in the Bible, it's like kosher. It's like some meats are unclean. Yeah, or whatever. but we're not. But Jewish. I know that's not a thing for us. But I don't know. For me, I'm just like I feel kind of sad. For the most part, I started to do intermittent fasting. Now it's kind of not working out because I'm home. I have to eat with my parents and stuff. So I do try when I can. Where'd you learn to do intermittent fasting? Was it from Mr. Vogel? No. What? No. Because he does that. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. No, I just online. Oh. Yeah. It's actually kind of funny. When I was younger, I used to think I was taught that breakfast was the most important meal of the day. Yeah, I don't like that. One time in school, I didn't eat breakfast because I was late. And then I was sitting in class and I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't eat breakfast. And I heard stories of other people. Obviously, everybody's different. But then I heard stories of other people who didn't have breakfast and they fainted. But then when I was in class... I'm pretty sure nobody fainted from not eating breakfast people no, made no, no, no. that up teachers made that up to scare you i'm pretty sure nobody dude i really i don't eat breakfast you know there are days where my first meal happens at 10 p.m 10 p.m that's way too late it is but it's like when you're really busy and the first thing time you remember to eat is like 10 it's actually that's really not, bad but no, i promise you good. i'm not passing out i'm not even nauseous i'm fine nobody passes it might out. catch up to you when you're older okay yes but nobody is passing out because they haven't okay eaten okay breakfast. okay okay but listen so that's what i heard right when i was yeah little. so when i was in school I was sitting in the classroom and I was like, anytime now I'm gonna pass out. And I was just like waiting to <laughs> waiting to faint. By lunchtime, I was like, oh, I haven't fainted. Guess I'm fine. Oh my god. How old were you when that happened? Middle school. Dude, middle school was so That's loopy. funny. Middle no, school sucked. I do the 17-7 intermittent fasting if you're familiar with it. It's the 7-hour eating window and then you fast for 17 hours. Have you ever gone keto? No. I was thinking of it, but then I don't think I could. People were asking me if I'd go vegetarian, but I feel like I won't because I like seafood. And it's a bit mafan for me. It's a bit annoying. I feel like I'll have to think of what to get my protein from and it's just... Just take pills, like protein pills. No! We're just be high 24-7. <laughs> then you How won't feel you? the need for anything. No! That's not healthy. We're talking about health, Adele. Okay, okay, fine. Okay, I think we're done. Are we done? Yeah, we are. Oh, healthy relationships. Healthy relationships! Where do we yeah. have that? Well, I wrote it down. We're also going to briefly mention what healthy relationships, relationships yeah. look like and what they are. So for me, I feel like just based on experience, what I've read and what I've learned from other people, mm. I think healthy relationships are, obviously they're not codependent. They're open and honest communication. They're not toxic. You retain your sense of self-worth. You retain your sense of identity within those relationships. And I think that has been really important to me. Obviously, when we're younger and we 
kind of yearn for that approval and that friendship. We kind of give parts of ourselves to relationships and that's really unhealthy. But now that I'm older, I'm working on making my relationships healthy and being the one to set the tone for my relationships. And if they're not healthy, then I'm learning to not want it. What you said goes for like, all different types of mm-hmm. healthy relationships, whether it's friends, you know, I guess family members, cousins, you know, mentors, work people and stuff Colleagues? Like that. No, that wasn't the one I was thinking about, but yeah, sure. She pretty much covered it. We'll briefly talk about self-care now. I hate, honestly, self-care gets a bad rep in my world because I feel like self-care is just slapping on a mask and calling it a day. I know that's not self-care, I mean, but that's what that's, I think of because YouTubers. Like the main, that's yeah. what people think about when they think of skincare. They think about pampering themselves, doing their nails Because YouTubers are like self-care, evening, and then they just put on a mask. Yeah. And they like drink a lot. Oh my gosh. You and your wine. I mean, self-care comes in a lot of different forms. It can come in form of books or, you know, movies. Exerting your creative outlet. Yeah, like having or, an outlet. Yeah. Or painting, you know, or doing something you like, a hobby. Learning can be a form of self-care, I guess. If you yeah, like, like if you're an idiot forever then you're not caring for yourself well self-care comes in a bunch of different forms not just the generic you know you guys get the point self-care isn't just for girls Because I feel like that's, when I think of self-care, I think of that aesthetic Yeah. for, you know, ladies. <laughs> no, but working yeah. out is self-care too. Yeah. Wait, I think this is a bit interesting. A bit interesting. <laughs> Let's talk about self-care for guys, because I feel like that's not really a thing. Yeah. Just very briefly. So I know this guy, he loves lifting. Apparently, when he doesn't get to weight lift, he just feels less... Not no 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 no. He doesn't feel optimal. He feels like there's something missing. For him, like weightlifting would be self care. Apparently, making sourdough bread too. Sure. I mean, like baking, (laughs) cooking could be whatever your hobby. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. We hope that you were able to get some insight Uh into what health means to us, and that we were able to give you some tips about being healthy in all areas. I love how we're talking about it. Maybe you are, but I am not the optimal health guru. You are, but I'm a guru. Okay, you're not a guru, but then. you're like healthy, whereas I'm kind of like, eh, I don't even know why we're talking about this. I was okay. outroing. Yes, sorry, keep outroing. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. And next episode, what are we talking about? <laughs> what are you asking me? <gasps> I love this episode. I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Next episode, we'll be talking about our ideal futures and what we've imagined yeah. in our head. So about, we kind of just, just for fun, mm. about, I mean, you're 19. Yeah. We're just going to talk about what we think our 20s dive into fantasy land yeah yeah see you guys next next saturday (laughs) that's just on brand for you at this point like you see you guys next 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 Saturday. saturday bye